Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, you know the deal. I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. You no doubt have heard it said before. Every dark cloud has a silver lining. Well, that might, I say, might be the case for the New York Yankees as they currently ride what is now a miserable eight-game losing streak. Might be. So like I said, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Yes, I, I say might be, but um, the reason I'm saying this miserable, absolutely miserable eight-game losing streak, which stretched the eight games yesterday as the Red Sox completed a sweep of the Yankees up at the Bronx with a crushing 6-5 loss. Um, the reason I say it might be uh, uh, the dark cloud with a silver lining, simply because of this. And I, I hope this is the case. That it's going to mean everybody in the organization will stop fooling themselves. Everybody. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the players right now. Because, you know, the players, yesterday, when I listened to the post game yesterday and watched it, and even when I watched Aaron Boone, the guy said the right things. They said the right things, which I'll get into. But I mean by a dark cloud having a silver lining with this eight-game losing streak, what I mean is this. It might make everybody just take stock of the current situation. They can't fool themselves. They can't. They have to be, as you heard me say it a million times before, it can't be the glass half full. It can't be looking for excuses. It has to be realistic. And the real realistic look at this is our tank is empty. We need, as an organization, and I've been saying this for a long time, we need to go about changing how we think, how we do business. The philosophy has to be different. And if the people Hal Steinbrenner has in those positions of making those decisions, if they are not capable of switching and thinking differently, then they got to be removed. Now, I'm not calling for anybody's job here. I said this to you last week. But it's at a point they can't fool themselves. And, and I, I think this eight-game losing streak has to tell them, no, we, we, this is not fixable the way it is. We, we can't fix this with the same people we have. We can't fix this with the same philosophy we have. You know, as I said just moments ago, I like what I heard from the players yesterday. I like what Aaron Boone had to say. I mean, how many times can reporters, I, I see it after the game, and, and I understand people have jobs to do, but how many times during this eight-game losing streak can you ask guys, how deflating is this? How deflating is this? How? What do you expect them to say? Of course they're deflated. It stinks. 
Yes, they're deflated. But yesterday, you know, a player's going to play because that's what players do. So they're going to say, whether they fool themselves or not, they're going to say, well, we got to play this every day. But the players yesterday, even the day before, After Saturday's game, when Cole lost and Garrett Cole got beat, Garrett Cole was asked, do you see light at the end of the tunnel? And Cole had a great answer. He said, I'm not looking at any tunnel. I'm looking at tomorrow. That was the right answer. I'm looking at tomorrow. I can't be looking at anything else. I got to be looking at tomorrow. And Boone said the same thing yesterday. You know, you're going to ask, nobody's going to say, and I laugh when they can't, but I understand they got to say that. They're not going to say, we're packing it in, it's over. Because, you know, their attitude is, as long as we're mathematically in, they're in. They're out. Trust me, folks. They're out. It's a nine. They're nine games out in a wild card race. They're not going to win. They they have sixty wins. They're not going to win twenty nine games out of their remaining thirty eight. Okay, it ain't happening. <laughs> All right, it 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 just ain't happening. They're not going to go twenty nine and nine. They're done. But Boone said, well, his answer to somebody was, no, no, we can't be looking for that far ahead. We got to look at tomorrow. We, get, we need a win. We need a win. And that's what they're supposed to say. They need a win. But I, I said this to you a couple of weeks ago. My biggest fear, my biggest fear, and, and this was before they were this far out. I think I was saying this when they were three and a half games out. My biggest fear was that they were going to sneak in to the wild card, sneak in again. That this was before a week ago, which I didn't have confidence in them then. But they were going to sneak in, and then the organization, the bigwigs, were going to be able to say, "Well, you know what?" Or even if they just missed, even if they just missed. They're going to say, well, you know what? Let's look at our situation. We had Judgey out. We had Aaron Judge out well, for two months. We, 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 you know, Carlos Rodon, when did we get him back? Who, by the way, comes back tomorrow against the Nationals. So we had, uh, we had all these injuries. Nestor's gone. This one, you know, Herman's gone now. I mean, the, the, uh, Rizzo, they had a slew of things. They had some built-in excuses if they wanted to use those excuses. And that's why I'm saying this eight-game losing streak might be the silver lining in that dark cloud because it's forcing the organization to take stock of the predicament that they're in. I mean, we, we can't keep going around and around and around on this and I'm afraid we're going to continue until the end of the season. What is it, six weeks, five weeks, whatever whatever is left? 
th- th- that was my biggest fear. And now I don't know. Now I'm, I mean, Hal Steinbrenner, as much as some people say the ridiculous things about Hal, Hal's not stupid, okay? You know, Hal, Hal just doesn't jump off the rails. Hal is not his father. We can go on like on and on and on and talking about that. But he's not stupid. But I think this is the first time he's going to have to have a big powwow with all the execs from Cashman and the scouting crew and the analytics crew and everybody, everybody else who's involved in decision-making, and Hal is going to have to say, I need some answers. I need some answers because this can't go on. And it's not just because of we're losing, it's because of how we're losing. I mean, how many times are I going to say, last year, what camouflaged for the, for, for the Yankees what camouflaged for them was 62 home runs from Aaron Judge. 62 home runs. Okay? But from July 8th on, when they had that 15 and a half game winning streak, uh, excuse me, 15 and a half game lead in first place, they, they went south. You've heard me say it before. They went south. And they've continued to go south. So this mess has been a mess in the making for a year. Yeah, you know, people are going to say, well, yesterday was a good game. And if you were a fan, yesterday was a good game. You know, it, it, it was a fun game. Not a fun ending for the Yankees, but for fans, it was a fun game. Mind you, I'm sure none of them liked the ending. But again, there was lack of execution. There was lack of execution. You had, what was it, the bottom of the fourth inning? You had the bottom of the fourth inning. Gleba Torres leads it off with a double, okay? He leads it off with a double. So you got to be feeling, okay, got a man on second, in a 1-1 ball game. Man on second, nobody out. How many times have you heard me since last season? Failure to execute. Failure for the ability to move runners over. Failure to play small ball. Any kind of small ball. So following the Torres double, Bowers strikes out. IKF strikes out. Beta grounds out. Hello, goodbye, bye-bye, so long, farewell, out of the inning. Then you go you go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Yankees are losing 6-5. Allen gets a double. DJ LeMayu gets on, hit by a pitch. So now you got first and second. Nobody out. Kenley Jansen, K's judge. Kays, Gleber, Rothfett, flies out, game over. So while you can look at, well, we hustled our butts off and we did this and we fought a tough game, there's still that failure to execute. 
there's still that failure to execute. I mean, listen, when it was 1-1 in the fourth inning, I says, good for the Yankees. You know, they're going to take the lead here. And when you're scuffling like the way the Yankees have been scuffling, any kind of lead is important because, you know, they're not swinging bats well. They don't play with a lot of confidence because there's nothing to be confident about. So, man, on second, nobody out. KK ground out. Then you get that ninth inning, first and second. Nobody out. Judge coming up. Followed by Gleber. KK. Ruffed out. Game over. Conversely, in the top of the ninth inning, Justin Turner, who had a big three-run bomb earlier, what's he do? He strokes a pitch to right field to knock in what would be the game-winning run? How, how many times have you heard me say bat manipulation? Being able to execute. So the Yankees, they, they get swept. They've lost eight and nine to the Red Sox. I hate to say it. Yankees are just not a good baseball team. And, and you know what? After Saturday's loss, the Cole loss, I and I I get, I get what Boone and some of the players are talking about. We got to show what we're made of. Got to see what kind of character we're made of. I'm not questioning the character of anybody on the Yankees. I I am not. I'm not questioning anybody's character. I think that would be a disservice. I'm not calling anybody a dog. I'm not questioning the character of anybody. So when when, when we say, because that's the easiest thing, I know what the, the, I know what is meant by saying we're going to see what we're made of, what kind of character is in that clubhouse. The problem in the clubhouse is not character. You know what the problem is? Talent, or lack thereof. And maybe that's the cruelest blow I could say about this team. They lack the talent. They lack the talent. It's not a talent-laden team. Whether it's health issues or just guys not getting it done, they lack the talent. It is not character. To say they don't have character, to me, that's a bigger insult. The fact that there's a lack of talent, that rests on the shoulders of the people making the decisions. That that rests on the entire front office. So that's why I say this, maybe this eight-game losing streak is the uh, dark cloud with the silver lining because it's going to force Hal to make everybody sit down with him and give him solid answers. And if he can't get the answers, then Hal might very well have to do things, something that he doesn't like to do, which is fire people. I mean, let, let's, not be, let's not be silly here, folks. 
you already had a silly scapegoat in the bat- previous batting coach being fired and, and, and Sean Casey coming in. A, lo- a lot good. That's d- done, right? That's really helped a lot. What, because he was Aaron Judge's buddy with the Reds as players? Come on. And, you know, if it's the elephant in the room, it's the elephant in the room that people don't want to talk about. I mean, if there's going to be a sacrificial lamb, it's going to be Aaron Boone. If there's going to be a scapegoat, it's going to be Aaron Boone. And while I don't agree with a lot of the things the way he manages, in fairness, if I'm going to be fair to Aaron Boone, then I got to say, I don't know if it's him calling his signals. And if he's not calling his signals, he's getting them from upstairs. But people from upstairs aren't firing themselves, if you know what I mean. Hence the term scapegoat. But I'm not I'm not doing that right here now. I'm saying Hal Steinbrenner uh, again. And and these people, I, it, it, it's the most ridiculous remarks when I hear Hal doesn't care. He's not like his father. Well, yeah, he's not like his father. Well, nobody's like his father. No, no owner is like George Steinbrenner, then or now, okay? But Hal Steinbrenner Steinbrenner pays a team a lot of money, second highest payroll in baseball. Really. So, you know, when I hear these ridiculous remarks, if, if, if Hal is guilty of anything... Maybe he, he's guilty of, not maybe, he's guilty of letting people go unscathed for some of the faults and, and, and bad decisions and moves that have been made. I mean, you heard me say this before. Giancarlo Stanton is killing the Yankees. He's killing the Yankees. Now, it's very easy for me or you, the fan, it's very easy for us to be big with somebody else's money. I say that all the time. This guy should spend this. This guy should spend that. I mean, Hal Steinbrenner okayed Stanton coming to the Yankees with a gargantuan, gigantic contract. After this year, they're still on a hook to pay him over the follow, the next four years, 24, 25, 26, and 27, $118 million. $118 million. All right? It's a waste of money. It's a waste of money. He's killing them. Was he batting 200 or less then at this juncture? I mean, it's terrible. It is absolutely terrible. But we're talking about a guy. uh, 
they're going to be having to pay him $29.5 million a year for the next four years. Even if the Yankees are willing to eat half of that. What team wants to eat half of that? Now, it's very easy for you and me to say, well, George just has to eat that. Oh, well, you know, very easy for somebody to say, eat that kind of money. I mean, the guy's batting 199, okay? Think about that. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Are you going to ask something? No one's going to eat $60 million or take $60 million. Oh, yeah. Well, they're going to consider that a steal to be if George was going to eat half, half of it. who? What team wants to be on a hook for another $60 million to pay this guy? I mean, because he can hit an occasional home run? Or, or he'll get hot occasionally and give you a mini streak? It's a joke. The whole thing is a joke. These are the questions. These are the hard decisions that this losing streak might be forcing Hal Steinbrenner to have to address. Because if I'm Hal, if I'm Hal Steinbrenner, I sit down with everybody and say, look, guys, I give you free reign. I let you do your thing. I don't belittle you in public. You never hear me say anything derogatory about the organization. I take the hits. They're calling me cheap. Yeah, he, he you know, come on. But Hal has to say that to the people. If I'm repeating myself from previous weeks, I am, but now it's gotten to the point of no return. If any good is going to come in this eight-game losing streak, it's that. It's that Hal, it makes him take stock and it makes him look at everybody and say, what's up, guys and gals? What's up? What are we dealing with here? What am I dealing with here? We can't correct our mistakes by just allowing it to say, okay, let's go, give them another chance, bula bula, give us that old college try. It doesn't work that way. Guys aren't making millions of dollars to give it the old college try. Baseball is business, big business. And this Yankee team is not taking care of business because, as I said, they just don't have the talent. I'll, I'll argue with anybody when they question the Yankees' character. Oh, they look like dogs, are they trying? When you're playing lousy, it looks like you're not trying. They were trying today. Now, the one guy I'm going to say this about, who I applaud, I applaud, 
is the rookie, Anthony Volpe. This kid has 17 bombs. And I, I haven't looked back, but I don't think one didn't come in, in a clutch situation. Gets up there and hits a three-run bomb with the team losing 5-2. Then it looked like he was knocking in the go-ahead run. Which got turned over at the plate with IKF. But that young man, and, and, and I'll, I'll, this is what impresses me. You want to talk about character and talk about a, a combination of character and talent? That's Anthony Volpe. Here's a kid, a young man, a rookie. Life has been made very difficult for that rookie because the veterans on the team aren't getting the job done, so it just made that much more pressure on the rookie. A homegrown kid playing shortstop for the New York Yankees. He has stood tall in character, and he has stood tall in talent. Is the average not where you want it to be? Yes. But this is a rookie who's going to be a big-time player in the major leagues for years to come, barring, God forbid, injury. But again, this is not about the character of the Yankees. This is about the talent of the Yankees. Or as I said, the lack thereof. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzburg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzburg.com. Got to thank my home here at Believe.com because I tell you each and every week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, I want to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. And again, want to remind all of you to please download the Yes app so you can see me every Tuesday because I record a new one every Tuesday on my video portion of Get a Load of This on the Yes app by simply downloading it. And uh, I think tomorrow I might add a twist from some of the things I was talking about today. Not a twist, but add a little fire to it. We'll see. But in the meantime, that is a wrap here. So to each and every one of you, I say bye-bye, so long, farewell. Have yourselves a great week, everybody. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.